Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OKYUP. Today, I am joined by my family, and um, so I can kind of go around and tell who's here at this dining room table. So we have my mom, who's been on before. Hi. <laughs> we have my dad. Hello. <laughs> we have my grandmother. Hello. And my grandfather. Hi. And like always, we're going to start and go around and say a good thing that happened to us today. So for me, I woke up and it wasn't raining. And <laughs> I thought it was going to be raining all today and we'd be stuck inside at camp. But it was a perfect day, perfect temperature, wasn't humid, and no more haze from wildfires. <laughs> um, Mom? Yes, it was a good day. Um, I woke up at the lake. Like you said, it was a really good day. I got a few things done, but I just saved a deer's life because he was eating our mushrooms in the yard, and I don't think he's supposed to do that. So, yeah. Go to my yard. Dad? I think I got to go with the weather. It's been so hot and humid, and I've been looking forward to giving the air conditioner a break tonight. It's just <laughs> heating up and doing it. So, that's good. Yeah. Grammy. Oh, my dog. <laughs> it's just been so great coming up here and seeing family. Mm -hmm. What about you? I was going to say the same thing, being mm -hmm. with family and having a great time. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so today, and I, I've been thinking about doing this podcast for a while because I was listening to a podcast where someone had their grandparents on and they kind of talked about their experiences and their life and all of that jazz and we were at dinner a couple nights ago and the ghost stories got brought up and i feel like that was a big part of my childhood just hearing about that and going to different haunted locations and like hearing about the stories and the old houses and i remember one time me and my sister and my grandparents were gonna go to a ghost tour and i was so scared and we missed the bus and i was like oh no dang it but i was really relieved but then by the time we went to like the other ghost tours like the grand and i was able to pull myself together a little bit more but the first time i was like oh no the bus it's leaving it's right there <laughs> when we went to the restaurants later on you had grown up yeah several years mm. yeah because where was that ghost tour supposed to be like was that that was, was in boston. boston was that boston okay mm. i was gonna say was it boston or salem so Haley mm. was probably very just Haley was running after the bus <laughs> <laughs> and you guys were you guys were like you don't stop it we missed it it's done yeah <laughs> and Haley was like no and I was like, hey, don't it's, it's fine. fine. We'll go to dinner. It's fine. Um, that was the problem. Yeah, we were at dinner. Yeah. Right. Yeah, was Yeah. But um, we're kind of talk about those experiences today and how I feel like ghostly behavior has kind of flocked to my family and Ooh. my grandfather in particular. <laughs> So um, we're going to talk about that today and kind of their experience with that. So let's get started. Okay, so remind me what houses and locations that you like live in, I guess, when my dad was alive. Did you oh, there were... Uh, an 1840 brick colonial half house in Newburyport. That was Newburyport. And uh, also an antique 
softbox uh, from 1705, which is a first period house in Haverhill, Mass. And then, of course, in Dunstable, Mass, we got a new house, 1756. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Colonial. Okay, I thought, it was, it. I thought it was the three. So... Started with Newburyport. Did anything happen in that one that stood out, or any? Uh, nothing ghostly. Nothing ghostly in that right. one. Okay, that's when we drove by in the winter, right after Christmas. Yep. Yes. We went out to Newburyport. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, I remember having nightmares. Just, but I was a kid, then, so yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe it was connected. <laughs> right. right. Um, is that where sleep paralysis happened for you, or is that later? Probably later. Later. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, okay. In uh, Newburyport. Your father had a room in the, on the third floor mm -hmm. that was the attic, or partial attic, yeah. that we had made into his bedroom. And he could see the ocean, or the, mm -hmm. the, river, the river, I think, from there. Yeah. From the third floor. Really? That, that You've always had the... Like the interesting bedrooms. Right. <laughs> it was kind of like, let's, we got to make a room for him now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. It was, we have to make a room for his baby sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not sleeping with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. then in Haverhill, I feel like that's where the bulk of the stories kind of come from. Yes. So what are some the standout moments for you, and or just any moments? Well, uh, I guess it began with, I had no belief in ghosts. Really, and uh, our daughter, who had the larger room in back in the salt box, would come to me several times a year, saying that there was someone standing at the foot of her bed. She was. This was in the evening when she at night. This was at night, mm -hmm. and she would. I would go in and tell her, which I thought at the time. All right, you're just having a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And just to preface this, to this day, our daughter says that she remembers none of this. Mm -hmm. It just it was horrible nightmares. Mm -hmm. But um, after a time, and this continued several times a year, I was home alone, and I could hear a girl singing upstairs. It was up directly overhead. And later I heard, and I, that really freaked me out. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and later I heard the girl crying. And at the time, my parents came there to babysit. And they had observed the girl and her image. And my nephew, who did work on the house, also saw her in the attic window staring at him when he was at the top of the 40-foot ladder. Plus, he also saw others exiting the home through the cellar. So uh, at that point, that really rang a bell. Something happened here. And I accused your father <laughs> of writing on the dining room ceiling that Dustin was not here. The Hannah Dustin House, an antique colonial garrison home, was right down the street. And I had painted the ceiling, but their handwriting appeared, Dustin, not here, in colonial script, 
which didn't freak me out because I was so suspicious of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that got my interest going that I believe something was going on. And um, when we sold the house, I did tell the buyers that I thought something was there mm -hmm. that they should be aware of. But it was a little girl, and there was a person who looked like a colonial soldier of some kind. Because at that time, Indian raids were still going on in that area when that house was built. And so there were many issues <laughs> with that. But much later, I wanted to discuss what happened at the Groton Inn when you were there. Yeah. Uh, we'd gone there, uh, I think, to do a ghost hunt um, at one point. And uh, we had dinner and with you mm -hmm. and your sister and and a woman came and told us stories while we were eating she did mm -hmm. she did and uh yeah she had lived there and there were many many ghost stories this was a, a 1690 inn i believe at the time it was the oldest uh continually operating in in the united states wow uh, so many things happened there, <laughs> but uh, in that occasion, of which I'll just touch on, I started to feel something touching me, and then from head to foot, I could feel something pressing on me, and I turned to your sister and said, I am freezing cold, and she said, I've never been this cold in my life. Uh, so... It didn't freak me out. I just knew something was happening. It was not, it was paranormal, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And we went back the following week with friends because we, I think we're trying to duplicate the experience, which I didn't know if it was going to happen or not. But we were there with friends and I could feel my hand being closed on by something. And my friend who was sitting on the other side of the table he <laughs> was saying something is grabbing my hand and I, he didn't know I was feeling the same thing. So at that point I said, yes, uh, I feel the same thing. Uh, so anyway, that was uh, what happened on that occasion, but it was still very interesting and definitely paranormal. Mm. And then we had been there, I think prior to that with my wife and we had gone into the basement and we had been a tour of the rooms. There were haunted rooms in that old inn and gotten orbs. Orbs are energy, usually of paranormal events or things. And we found, she took pictures of many of these orbs, which we still have somewhere, I think. But, uh, because it had been an underground railroad uh, with slaves escaping to Canada mm. prior to the Civil War. So that was interesting. There were many other stories uh, like that about the inn. Unfortunately, it burned at a later date. Mm -hmm. What was the reason that it burned? I think it was torched. Well, really? it never, never. <laughs> it was suspicious. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. They, they, it could have been saved. I mean, the whole front of the building was saved and they still tore it down. Mm -hmm. 
The beautiful build. Actually, you might remember Auntie Jen's, I think, she, like a shower um, luncheon was at the inn, right? right. Yes. Mm. Dad and I. Where we rode the horses? Yes. Yeah. That place. And then yeah. Dad and I, before we got married, our. Um, the rehearsal, rehearsal dinner, dinner was really? there. Yeah. yeah. So mm. it was a beautiful place. It was really cool. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. Like, I feel like, I don't know if I could just, maybe it's like one of those situations, like when you know, you know about like parent, like, I don't know, like paranormal like activity near you. Cause like I've been cold and I've had uneasy feelings before, but I feel like I've never been like, oh, that's like, a presence or that's like a ghost and like i feel mm -hmm. like i don't know if, if you I, had known a story that was there yeah a particular place then, then it would have made yeah. sense. i know also when we did all these things like i was just so young so i probably just didn't even yeah. if something were to happen i don't remember now and i probably wouldn't equate it to yeah. anything but there neither you nor i yeah felt anything mm -hmm. and I want, so you were sitting across from Haley? Yeah. She was so then, sitting beside me. Well, beside you. Okay. So that side of the table. And it was yeah. always fascinating to her. That yeah. whole experience and that just that subject matter was so fascinating to her. So. Mm -hmm. I remember like specifically taking pictures with her of like going to dark rooms and using the flash to see if we could oh, find. Yeah, for words. Yeah, yeah, we would do that all yeah. the time. Yeah. We would do that in the downstable home. A uh, lot. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. There was nothing there. Yeah, nothing there. It's too modern. <laughs> and you said the, uh, a couple of days ago that there, I think, what did you pull the prank on Auntie Jen of the grave <laughs> oh. in the basement in the Haverhill house? We had a uh, cement well cover that was in the basement. And so uh, I was inspired to uh, uh, cover some dates on it and tell my sister it was a uh, Gravestone. <laughs> and everyone played along. Yeah, everyone pretty much played along. <laughs> Including her mom. Yeah. <laughs> and she never forgave <laughs> And like, was it, were you drawn to old houses, both of you, because of like potential ghost activity, or was it just you liked old houses? Liked old houses. Yeah. I think I was a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. Even though I've never felt anything or anything, mm -hmm. I, I've always liked mm -hmm. ghost stories. Yeah, since I was young. Mm -hmm. um, but so I always loved old houses. Yeah, right. And a charm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Modern. I, I, just to tell you a story about yeah your great grandparents, they would come and babysit, which I think I was telling you, but <laughs> <laughs> they would not stay there overnight because they had observed and they had seen which i've never seen an actual ghost showing themselves so i've heard them do you know what <laughs> yeah. they thought they saw like well sure i my nephew said he freaked out and came downstairs when he was working there and said i heard someone singing in the next room and then my mother said oh so you saw the little girl then Mm -hmm. And uh, they would never stay there overnight. There was one time <laughs> I remember my sister and I were playing, or just we were actually in our rooms doing our own thing, mm -hmm. reading, listening to music. I don't know what it was, uh, but they were there. They were watching us, and at some point, um, I remember my grandmother like shouting out to me, 
stop it, stop it. You too, stop it. You know, we're just in our rooms doing our own thing, but she, separate rooms. But right? she clearly heard some sort of commotion, some sort of activity that sounded like conflict going on upstairs. Yeah. Mm. And you think the figure like that Auntie Jen saw at the foot of her bed was also the the girl or it was the same one you think? Yes, we do think it's the same one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did any of you ever feel like uneasy about being in the Haverhill house or like did you ever want to leave or not for that reason. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I would say that uh, it just went on with the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it probably wasn't frequent enough, right? I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It was maybe once every four or five months. Yeah. And do you know if um the little girl that you saw had connection to the Hannah Dustin story? We don't. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think she probably lived in the house. That's just my speculation. Yeah. That uh she was probably part of a large family. Most of them were back then. Mm -hmm. And where that, I mean, there were Indian raids, I should say Native American these days, uh, raids through that area. Mm -hmm. uh, and many homes were burned, but that wasn't. And maybe it was the proximity to the garrison house, which was right down the street. So there's a lot of, a lot of potential there for interesting things to happen, but I wasn't expecting it. I was just in love with an old house. Yeah. yeah and that was uh yeah then later uh when we bought an, another old house there was no total restoration but that's another story <laughs> <laughs> so i won't go there and which i guess Dunstable doesn't really count because that was like till the end of new england houses but for you guys i guess when was or what house was like the longest period that you lived in I think they're about the same. I think they're in Newburyport and Haverhill, like six years. Right. Yeah. Six years yeah. each. Yeah. Yeah. So Dunstable, my Dunstable was like 32 mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And then, so the Haverhill one was haunted the most. That one was like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And what out of all the experiences were was like the scariest one out of all the Groton Inn experiences and the ones that you've heard of happening in the Haverhill house or just that you experienced in general? Well, I wouldn't say any of them were really scary. They weren't threatening in any way. Um, I would say the most interesting was probably the Groton Inn. Yeah. For having the tactile sensation, sensation of someone <laughs> right. laying on you. I think I looked it up and I think it was a lady from the 19th century who lived there. Wow. And she also, many stories about that inn, but she would pile things in the middle of the room when people would come in in the morning or they would hear the jukebox playing or music playing and the lights are on in the inn after everyone has gone and gone to bed. Mm. So they had a lot of stories like that, but it was, it, it didn't freak me out. It was just interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. And I think that was the thing. Like it was in, interesting and like, I don't, I feel like, although I was like, scared of it when I was younger, it was a big part of like, my upbringing and I think that was like that's a cool thing and I always kind of talk about like when I talk to my friends I talk about like the cultures on each side of the family and I feel like on my mom's side German culture is a big thing and that's mm -hmm. like like what I associate to my mom's side of the family but then like 
on your side of the family, it's very much like, like it's cool that a lot of my childhood was like talking about ghosts and when we do things for fun and be like going to these ghost tours. And like when we we're at your house when we were younger, like we would use the Ouija board in our oh, yeah. house yeah. and like, yeah. like, I me mean, at like five years old, just like trying to use the Ouija board and like it didn't freak me out or any like or anything. Like scary movies, right? And I so, love scary movies, yeah. like but yeah. And Dad, you were saying that you've experienced sleep paralysis. Do you think that was in the Haverhill House too? Possibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I never associated that that though with the paranormal. I mean, I, from what I understand, there's a explanation for it because you're scientific. You know, you're, you're <laughs> When you're dreaming, your body is actually paralyzed. Yeah. And so. I just know it's more of an, a heavy that, and evil feeling. Like when you're in sleep I mean, paralysis. It's not, a, it's not a comfortable feeling, but I always had the sensation, the perception that I was awake anyways, or I, I just could become more awake and then I would be able to move again. Right. So that was the trick. And have you ever gone to like locations or even just in the houses you lived in with like devices or anything to try to like ghost hunt or like anything like that yes i do have divining rods mm -hmm. which are my father used to use to find water and things like that mm -hmm. it's a very ancient thing and uh, we have done a several visits to a cemetery in nashua new hampshire and i've had good conversations just saying yes is up down is no mm -hmm. about things happening or have happened or will happen mm -hmm. and uh it's an interesting phenomena and it's considered the most haunted uh graveyard in new hampshire wow. gilson cemetery yeah we'll have to make a trip there sometime yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but those i guess those are like the key ghost stories and experiences that you've all had. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I also talked to Haley and Rachel for questions. They wanted to ask you both just about Ooh. life in general also, because although the <laughs> ghost story part is pretty much the premise of this episode, there are also just some life questions that um, I, me and Haley and Rachel were wondering, just so, just so we have them. Ooh. So first, how did you guys meet? Uh. <laughs> um, I was going out with your um, grandfather's roommate mm -hmm. in Boston. Mm -hmm. um, we were I had a, a roommate um, after graduating from uh, college. Um, so <laughs> we, one, one day I went with Dad's, your grandfather's roommate over to the apartment where he was living and we went in and there was, I just remember several rooms, kind of like a shotgun mm -hmm. type of thing. And, and there was your grandfather in the back room. He was studying. I had one more, I think one more class before you graduated. I had to pass German. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I looked at him and I said, 
Jack guy. <laughs> she, I think I would like to. Be <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, the rest we, is history. Greg came over to a couple of parties we we had. And that was it. I thought it was about the car. I thought there was a car. Oh no, that the car was was um, the MGA. Right, but I'm just okay. Right. That's why you married him. Yes. Okay. That's yes. True. Well, right. that story. <laughs> well, it was just a neat car. Yeah, cool. <laughs> MGA with the top down. Oh, this year. Yep. So uh, that's the car we used for our driving away from the church after mm -hmm. we got married. Mm -hmm. Then we mm -hmm. also took it camping that summer oh, in the. Yes, we had very little trunk space. Where'd you guys get married again? In um, Franklin, New Hampshire, actually, because okay. mm. I was living in Tilton, New Hampshire. Right. Have we ever been to that specific the location? Church? Yeah. Have you, ever... you didn't get married up at Tilton School? We did. Tilton School? Yes. We uh, did. I'm sorry. That was the reception. The Franklin was. was uh, the okay. okay, so okay. at the at the Tilton School was the Tilton church. School, okay. yeah. the chapel. and we've been there. Probably not directly in the church or the chapel, but yeah. we should. Probably I, I rode yeah. the bike by there last yeah. summer when I was there. Really? There. really? Yeah. Oh, I remember going. Was that where we went like a couple summers ago? We took a picture in front of this White House. Yeah, yeah. That was where we were. That was your okay. Oh. Right. Yeah, we went there a couple yeah. summers and ago. You know, a couple of kids that have gone to Tilton Academy and yeah, hmm. and was it? So my father, your great grandfather, was dean at the okay. That's what. Yep. That's why. Was it we boarding to, or was it just? It was um, boys only. So my brother went to the prep school, mm -hmm. but I went to public school. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, so Haley had a question, which was, "What is your perception of our like?" my generation versus yours like mm -hmm. are there any things that you're like i really admire this about your generation or is there anything that where you're like i wish you guys could do this like your generation like is there any just like key differences that really stand out to you mm -hmm. uh, i have to think about that mm -hmm. <laughs> i have to come back to that we're counting on your generation for a lot yes. yeah <laughs> I, I agree with that one. And like, which is too bad because it's the past generations that are. Right, <laughs> me. Mm -hmm. But um, your generations, definitely, there's there's no problem with um, sexual orientation, acceptance, right? acceptance yeah. Yeah. and racial. I mean, it, it's so much better than. I mean, we, we yeah. try to think back when right. we right. were, but it obviously was not. Right. And I, yeah, do you remember like when it was really bad and when it was like well, such problem, a change? The most big problem with like the race is mm. being brought up in New Hampshire. It, yeah. There was, I think, one. Yeah. Right. There was mm. one black kid in, in high school. Right. And that wasn't for all four years. Yeah. And yeah, it was I I had a little shock treatment, you know, just going elsewhere in the country and and 
actually <laughs> seeing it up front. Mm-hmm. And like with this with this year with COVID, was there anything that you can equate that to in mm-hmm. your lifetime, or is this something that's completely uh, no. new? This is absolutely completely new. I mean, they're comparing it to a hundred years ago, right? When mm-hmm. our parents, right, were. Did your mom ever talk about the Spanish flu? She never did, but I was thinking, well, she was born in 1908, so 10 years old. And I think by then she was living in Florida, uh, Mm. in Miami, so. Wow. I was very sick with Asiatic flu, which was Mm. in the late 50s. And, but I never thought about it really again. But I, I was very sick, and I didn't realize that that particular flu really did a number on young people. Mm. So I, I did think at one point I wasn't going to make it. Really? Because it went away and then came back again. Mm. And I had fevers of like 104, 5. Mm. And back then, doctors would make house calls. Right. And so they did come a couple of times, but there was not much they could do. So it's nice having the vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of vaccines, we did uh, go through the the polio, Mm -hmm. um, and that was a really scary time. Yeah, it must have been like a miracle when I was Absolutely, yes, Mm. yes. Yeah, and yeah, do you think this was like, as far as world experiences, like not like personal life, but is this like, the scariest thing you've gone through? Or do you think that was more like a 9-11 thing? Do you think that was more earlier? Than, like, do you know of the most, like, a world mm-hmm. event that was, like, the mm-hmm. scariest one? This right now. Really? This, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of unknowns. Yeah. Every week is an unknown, and it's hitting the whole world. Right. And then, what's your favorite place that you traveled to? Mm. We haven't done a lot of travel. Yeah. 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 We're probably high points. And it's funny because even we think about even like the, the silly stuff like Sam walking through the screen, which was yeah. not a great night, but it's no. <laughs> it, like, so funny. Or like Mark Sarner learning to drive and what the heck did he break like Oh the drive shaft. Yes. He dropped the drive shaft. Right. Yeah. It wasn't an easy fix down the No. <laughs> And Amy Mann went biking by, and Dottie's there. That's this. It goes Amy Mann. <laughs> <laughs> but the cape was out. And there was a time before starting at Dutra's. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. We, we didn't witness that. That was yes. on a TV show, but it was a, yeah. it was like a, <laughs> it was a thing. You have some DVDs of like Cape, and it's like 1990 oh, yeah. something. And like, yeah. I used to take a lot of videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your big video My camera. Big ginormous camera. <laughs> yeah, that's like your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have, I mean, one of the most famous or infamous pictures I've ever taken in my whole life. (laughs) What do you mean? So at the time I had this, 
dad and I, I think it was our first summer dating, maybe the second, but I really think it was our first summer dating. And I had this little camera back when it was called a, a disc camera. And it was literally this flat, it looked like an iPhone almost, but it was just a camera. It didn't do anything else. Mm -hmm. Could you watch it back on it? No, mm -hmm. not at all. In fact, you couldn't even tell what, what photo you were on because when you, when you rotated to the next photo, it looked kind of halfway. So you're like, do I have three left or do I have two left? Yeah, yeah. So you, at the end of the, the film, this disc film, you were always taking a couple extra photos. Well, that's what I did at the end of this week. I was going around the house taking photos that I wasn't sure would even turn out to be anything. So I happened to be taking a photo of a spontaneous photo of um, our friend Jan, grooming granddaddy's friend Jan. Um, she was actually cleaning a toilet. And at the time, I didn't even notice the detail of it, but she was cleaning the toilet with this sponge, and it was just—it was. Very and she had on a plastic hat. Or something. She had a hat on, like a like one of those bucket hats on. And she was wearing like a man's shirt. She—it wasn't one of her finest. It wasn't one of her finest moments. And so, and then I took one more photo of Jim up in the the kitchen eating like an English muffin or something. So uh, there were like, uh, you know, two uh, photos left. Yeah. But when those photos were developed, I brought them over to you. And I remember in your dining room in Dunstable, you're looking at them and you could not stop laughing. That's <laughs> one photo of Jan. You just couldn't stop laughing. And he had it re, re um, developed into a I think an eight by ten or eleven by fourteen. Yeah, like yeah. A really giant photo. And she has that posted in her condo. Really, but it was yeah. in her office at because she worked for a urologist. Oh, at so, Beth Israel, right? Didn't she have it in her? I office think so. For a long yeah. time. Yeah, it's fitting. But at Christmas time, and you remember her apartment down in Boston, mm -hmm. right there on Commonwealth Ave, and she would have it in the bathroom. Right, is that Commonwealth Ave? Yep, mm -hmm. didn't realize. Yeah. So Jan's a pretty cool chick, but you know her her, her, her bathroom cleaning tactics were a little questionable. It's wild to think that we would see the Boston Pops every year. Like that was a time that when I was Jan. That was her, that was her gift to yeah. all of her family and friends. That's crazy. And we were so yeah, fortunate really to so, be part of it. So and she would yeah. Santa Claus would give you a gift at those. Yeah, Pops. that's like yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about amazing. it, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and she always timed it well too, right? As Santa Ooh. came out right. down yeah. on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And she gave it out to to I don't know how many kids. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's a super yeah. aunt for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and then I guess final question would be, what like do you have like one like mantra lesson advice that you think i should like i should i should keep in mind or just something that you think i wish i knew that and then is it good for all of us to learn this mantra or just you just, anyone uh, okay okay just don't change be yourself oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. well i think that concludes all of the questions <laughs> and ghost questions um Thank you, everyone, for taking the time out of your night. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for the week ahead and all the fun stuff we're going to do. Okay. But, so, thank you. All right.
so it's been amazing to spend so much time with my grandparents on my dad's side and get so close to them and ask these questions that I've always wondered. Well, that concludes this week's episode. This is a very um, special episode to me because I got to do it with my grandparents and my parents. Join me next time on OK Yep. <laughs> um, it was awesome to have them on. They're being great sports. <laughs> so remember that OK Yep comes out every Sunday. And if you need to reach out to me, you can email the podcast at okyuppodcast at gmail.com. But everyone, have a great rest of your day. And... Thank you.